Do you feel frustrated, discouraged, unfulfilled, and burned out? Do you have a yearning for a life that is so much more? Are you sick and tired of hearing rich gurus shell out advice on the law of attraction, but it seems no matter how hard you try, you just can't seem to get the life you know you deserve? Well, listen up, boo, because I have been there too. That's why I am so excited to introduce the launch of my new 12-week coaching program, Write Your Reality. Write Your Reality is a three-month total transformation where you'll be working one-on-one with me to consciously create the reality of your dreams. Maybe you've tried everything but can't seem to make any headway. That's where I come in as your accountability partner, manifestation mentor, psychological expert, and self-help coach. I will take you through 12 weeks of personalized sessions to revamp your self-perception, improve your self-concept, unlearn your old identity, and make huge shifts towards creating the life you've always envisioned. With proven psychological tools, metaphysical techniques, custom-tailored feedback, and radical honesty, you can take my hand and I will teach you how to align with the highest, unlimited, best version of you. Log on to lmcoletti.com to send me a message and we will get started on writing your new reality together. Hi loves. So I want to preface this episode. I re-listened to it and I realized I can come across kind of harsh and judgy and critical of people that make changes to their aesthetic appearance. And that's not my intention at all. I honor and love any decision you make for yourself. I just kind of want to encourage you to analyze the reasons behind your behavior because I feel like when we examine our behavior, that's when we can kind of grow our insight and raise our self-awareness, which is kind of what this show is all about. So I did want to disclose that I am not against cosmetics or, you know, procedures like that. I legitimately work at a medical spa. I've gotten filler I have gotten Botox, so it's not any righteous attitude that I am projecting onto here. I just feel really sorry for the people that kind of dive into this stuff and they think that it will bring them more love or bring them more attention or confirmation and really the only validation that will ever be worthy or valuable is the affirmation and the um, kind of love that we generate from the inside. I used to think that if I got Botox or filler or whatever, boob job, liposuction, that I was heavily considering for a while, that it would make me more valuable and people would treat me better. And that's, that's just super false. So I support any decision that you do make. Just be realistic about the outcomes and kind of why you're interested in the first place. And in no way am I saying to let yourself go and stop taking care of yourself. I love fitness. I I exercise every single day. I support people that work out and take care about how they look. Because when we feel better, we look better. And when we look better, we feel better. It's just... The reality of things. So take care of yourself, pamper yourself, do whatever makes you feel good. That's what all of this is about is finding what nurtures you, what nourishes you, caring for yourself. If you want to get a mani-pedi because you want to pamper yourself, do it. If you want to get a facial 
or massage, do it. Spoil yourself. Treat yourself like the queen or the king that you are. I love that kind of stuff. I love getting spa wraps and I used to get my lashes done and, and all of that stuff. So I really am speaking from personal experience. I understand, but I just want to kind of encourage you to take the emphasis off of your external external appearance because a lot of our society is appearance driven and I think we need to learn our value internally first. So I'd really like for you to list out qualities you love and admire about yourself that don't have to do with your physical appearance. And I'm all about self-care rituals. So if that means for you going to get your hair done, yes, girl, go get that hair done. Find what feels good. Find what makes you feel comfortable and confident in your skin. But today do something that you derive your self-worth from the inside. That's all that I'm saying. So let's get into this episode. Enough chit-chat and I hope you enjoy. I'll speak with you next week. Hey guys, welcome to another week of PhD and self-hatred. I'm your host, Lauren Coletti. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If it's your first time, your thousandth time, I think I have a thousand episodes by now, but I'm not too sure about that. But this is a spur of the moment, once again, special podcast. I have been feeling really creatively inspired the last few weeks. Like I go through these periods where I have zero inspiration for content for months and then I just have weeks or days where I am super motivated to record a podcast no it's not mania but I'm going to enjoy it as much as I can and soak up this time and today I wanted to record an episode on manifesting our best body our dream body and loving your body no matter its shape size color age whatever And this podcast was inspired by a couple different reasons, and I'm going to take you through a few different scenarios and examples, but I thought it was interesting because this morning I journaled on a love letter to my body. And since I am the founder of Write Your Reality, a three-month coaching program to end self-hatred for good and create your dream reality, I figured I would share my journal prompt and encourage you to write a love letter to your body because your body is sacred. Your body is your home. And so before I get started with this week's content, I wanted to read my journaling prompt that I wrote this morning and I start every single day with scripting, with affirmations, with gratitude and with journaling. So this is what I wrote this morning. Dear body, I adore you beyond measure. You are my best friend. You are brilliant, resilient, strong. You have stuck with me through thick and thin. You have never given up on me, even when I gave up on you. No matter what, You remain by my side. You care about me and love me, even when I have been so mean to you, abused, solicited, exploited, shamed, criticized, objectified, and hated you. You only wanted the best for me. You are so wise and have carried me throughout this life. You are my home. You are my vessel, my safe haven. I am so grateful for your unconditional devotion to me. I am deeply sorry for all the times I hurt and poisoned you. I tried to destroy and punish you. I appreciate your unwavering dedication to keeping me alive. 
You are intelligent and beautiful. I am thankful for all you do for me. I am blessed for everything we have been through together. You are so good. I accept you. I appreciate your health and well-being. Thanks doesn't even sum it up. Love, Lauren. And I wanted to read that very slowly because I really wanted to feel that just totally throughout my entire body. But I want to preface this episode by saying that I only speak from my personal preferences when it comes to cosmetic procedures and physical altercations with your body. I do not shame or judge or criticize or condemn anyone that decides to get plastic surgery. That is your choice. It's your body. It's your life. You do you, boo. But I'm only speaking from my personal opinion. And so I do ask that you respect my opinion as well. But I do want to say a caveat that even though I support what anyone wants to do when it comes to plastic surgery or cosmetic procedures, I would encourage if you are considering a drastic surgery to consult with a psychologist first to rule out body dysmorphia and ideally get mental health counseling before undergoing a cosmetic procedure just to make sure that you know why you are doing it and the reasons that stand behind it. Okay, so let's get into this week's episode without further ado. All right, friends, so I wanted to share my plastic surgery story as well as touch on three different instances that I thought were relevant and prevalent to this week's topic. So today I was coming home from an appointment. I went to a dermatologist and on my way home, I was picked up by a taxi And this taxi driver was really friendly. He was joking with me because I came out with all this white stuff on my face, this zinc. I was getting, uh, it's not necessarily microneedling, but it's radio frequency for my acne. It's called AvaClear. And so I had to get all this zinc put on my face. And so I walk out of the clinic and I look like a crazy person because I have all this, (laughs) what looks like sunscreen on my face. And the taxi driver, it was... It was like a 40-minute drive, so he struck up conversation, which I love. I'm so friendly. I'm so down-to-earth. I love talking to people and getting to know people, and so I happily engaged in conversation with him, and this man happened to be, I guess he was obese, borderline morbidly obese, and we were talking and talking, and what he said really stuck with me. He wasn't hitting on me. He was being very respectful, but he said, you know, I'm not used to women that look like you being so nice to me and I said why why is that he said well beautiful women generally don't give a man like me the time of day they just aren't kind to me they look down on me and that made me so sad first of all I was like I am so sorry that's been your experience you deserve respect and kindness and just as much as anybody else in the entire freaking world does doesn't matter what you look like or your weight is and then we were talking some more and he was telling me about his kids and he said that he felt embarrassed to pick up his kids from school and I said you know, tell me more being the psychologist I am I'm like tell me more where did this come from what what what's the embarrassment stem from he said I don't want to humiliate my daughter when people see me and they know I'm I'm her father. I feel like I'm letting her down. 
And then he also said that he doesn't like making other people uncomfortable when they look at him because he's overweight. And I just took this in and my heart just started breaking because even though I've never been obese or morbidly obese, I've been overweight. My weight's fluctuated a lot throughout my life. But I told him, fuck that. <laughs> like, bluntly, excuse my French, fuck those people. Like, first of all, never feel bad for making other people uncomfortable. Unless, of course, you're doing something that violates people and disregards their boundaries. Like, ignoring boundaries or assaulting. Obvious. That's so obvious. Just use your brains. But you should never have to freaking apologize for taking up space. And I'm talking to you. I'm talking to him, but I'm also talking to you. You never need to say sorry for being who you are. And again, if you have some sort of pathological condition like narcissism or sociopathy, yes, please get mental help. But speaking for the general public, no, just no. I said to him, with all due respect, my friend, I don't know you from a hole in the wall, but I don't need to know you because you're a human. So I'm talking to you like a fellow human and I care about other humans. So I'm going to tell you this, okay? People that judge you for your physical appearance do not deserve to be in your life. And frankly, these people that shame you or make you feel embarrassed for who you are, they are so ignorant that their perspective isn't even valid. Like, it doesn't even matter. Who the hell are they? And... I've learned as I got older to only take advice and take people's words seriously if they're living the type of life that I want for myself. And I love my family. I love people that have tried to give me advice thinking that it was for my benefit. But I have very few people in my life that I admire enough that I respect their opinion, truthfully. Like, I can honor your opinion But whether or not I'm going to take what you say seriously is a whole nother story. And he was so grateful. He said, I really needed to hear that because being obese and I've been on all these diets, I've been trying to lose weight and walking and cutting things out. People have only told me things I need to change about myself. People have only told me I need to fix X, Y, and Z about myself. They never gave me permission to simply just be. He said he was he never felt allowed to just exist. And I saw myself in this man because my whole life I was him. Even though we presented differently, I felt that inherent self-disgust. And I think I talked about this in the last episode when I was taking you through my three-step formula formula that I mentor on. But I have come to a point in the last few weeks where I am so proud to be myself. But let me take you back to July, okay? Because it wasn't always like this. So when I returned home from Europe in July, I was overwhelmed. And I was completely submerged 
in nothing but self-hatred. I had been so humiliated by this guy, I'm not even going to call him a man, that I knew for only like two or three months at the most. And I went away with him and I had feelings for him. And I so badly wanted his approval, but he didn't accept me. He was actually very cruel to me. And he rejected me in a way that I would say I hadn't felt rejected like that in almost my whole life. It might have been some of the most deepest rejection I'd ever personally felt besides growing up feeling unwanted due to the adoption. And when I got home from July, I wrote a blog about this. You can find that on my website. But I was compulsively looking up plastic surgeons. Because while I was with this person, they were on Tinder. And I don't know if anyone's ever felt what it feels like to be lying naked in bed next to someone while they're liking other females' booty pics. And it's like you have a real live woman next to you. And you just feel so unwanted and so repulsive and disgusting that you're like, what is it with me that's not good enough for this person to choose me? And now since then, I'd say I have forgiven the situation. And thankfully, I feel very neutral about it now. Thanks to EMDR. Shout out to my therapist. Last session was awesome. I have another one today. Can't wait. Okay, anyway. But... I came home and I was just like, I need to change because this has been a repeating pattern in my life where men think I'm inadequate. I'm inferior to other women because I'm tall and I have hip dips and I have cellulite and I have stomach rolls and I'm not small enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm too much of this. I'm not enough of that. And I thought that what needed to change was being more beautiful in order to have someone approve of me and be enough for me. And I thought that by getting plastic surgery, I would be so beautiful that no one could reject me because I felt like something was so wrong with me that when someone rejects me, I understood because I'm the problem. But I was convinced the solution was to get a boob job and to get a butt job and to get a nose job. And then if someone rejects me, which is a slim chance because I'm going to be so perfect, then they're the problem, not me. That's what I told myself. That's really what I believed. And so I looked up all these plastic surgeons and I went to two consultations and they told me for only $20,000, you could change your life. For only $20,000, your boobs will be bigger and your ass will be fatter and all of your problems will disappear because you'll be so confident. Yes, girl. Yes, queen. Do it for yourself. You deserve it. Like, you deserve to feel good. That's what they told me for only $20,000, right? My whole life could change and I'd get all the men I'd ever want and I'd become viral on Instagram for being an Insta baddie. And like, I literally was so delusional in the worst way possible that I thought this was going to fix all of my inner wounds. And I'm here to tell you, my friends, as a human and as a mental health professional, there's nothing you can do on the outside that will heal your childhood trauma, okay? Let's just get that out of the way. And so I was really depressed in July. And I considered all these things. 
But then when I thought about it some more, when I started getting into a better state of mind come August, when I discovered my the steps that I took to completely change everything for me, my self-perception and having higher self-esteem that I do now, I thought about it and I said, I think it was my higher self speaking to me. Because this wasn't like, all right, I'm paying $500 to get lip filler. It was like, I'd have to go under the knife. I'd have to go to Miami or Los Angeles. And I'd have to be in a freaking garment. And I can't sleep a certain way. And I could die. Ladies, you could freaking die. Is it worth it to die? I don't know. You tell me. But I thought, wait, this seems a little backwards, right? Because here I am. I want to find true love, an authentic person that loves me unconditionally, no matter what. Is enlarging my genitals really going to find a high quality person? I just asked myself that question, right? And I thought about it. What is the type of person I'm going to attract looking like, uh, I don't know, Kim Kardashian. Who's the type of person that Kim Kardashian would attract? Well, clearly we can see a psychopath like Kanye West is a good candidate for someone that looks like Kim Kardashian. Let me tell you why. No shame to Kim K, okay? You do you, KK. Clearly you're doing something right, girl, because you are hella successful and gorgeous. But anyway, when we place so much focus on our physicality, I really hate to break it to you, my friends, but we're only going to attract someone else who's just as vain as us. And I'll give an example. So I watched 90 Day Fiance. It's like my guilty pleasure. I was almost on the show. (laughs) That would have been interesting. But there's, there's a girl on there, a woman, and she's like 40 years old. And I forget her name, but she's from LA and she's in a long distance relationship with this sexy man from Turkey. I just love Turkish men. I think they're so beautiful, but I have a few Turkish Instagram crushes. If you're listening, DM me. But anyway, so she is this woman who has had a lot of work done and I'm sure she was stunning before, but I mean, she's, she's pretty, but she's kind of like cookie cutter pretty. You know what I'm talking about. That look that all the women nowadays are aiming for to look the same, the doe eyes and the cheekbones and the whatever. And she's talking about this man who's like a model and a fitness trainer. And she's talking about how he told her, you need to lose weight, you need to do this, you need to look like that, you're not allowed to do this or wear that. And if you gain weight, I don't want to be with you anymore. And it makes perfect sense to me because he's just a mirror reflection of her. And it's sad to see for me as a woman because I am a huge supporter and fan of taking care of yourself, whatever that means for you. I've had Botox, my friends. Like I cannot criticize or judge anyone that's had it because I discovered it a year ago when my ex-boyfriend told me that I could do something about my gummy smile. Did you know you could do Botox for that to fix that thing about yourself? And then it was kind of a, a downward spiral from there, like a domino effect where as someone that had and probably still has to some extent body dysmorphia and I used to have an eating disorder for 15 years, 
I was vulnerable to that. I was. And so I discovered it and I thought, oh, wow, let me just get a little bit more under my eyes. Let me try it in my chin. Let me try it there. And I'm all about taking care of yourself and finding what feels good. I am. But we need to be honest with ourselves about the reasons why we choose to do certain things. I really don't think anyone happily subjects themselves to paying $20,000 to be cut open and risk dying. Like, I really don't think anyone does that for themselves. But that's just my personal opinion. You could agree to disagree with me. But... I feel like in the case of 90 Day Fiance, this woman is more insecure because she had thought that by altering her physical appearance in such drastic ways that she was going to find the true love of her life. And I'm here to tell you that finding true love has nothing to do with what you look like. If you want to lose weight to be healthier, go for it. If you want to get a haircut to zest up your life, go for it. But don't do these things thinking that, oh, if only I had a slimmer waist and if only I had this or this car and made this amount of money, that girl would pay attention to me. Because guess what? I'm talking to my guys here. A lot of guys call women gold diggers, but then they're the ones showing the stack of cash on their Instagram or take videos of them renting a Ferrari to look cool, like... What kind of women are you attracting? It's the same for for my dudes out there. If you want to attract a high quality woman, then stop searching in superficial women for the love of your life. What do you think that this person that only cares about if you make six figures and if you're six foot five tall, then that's the right person for you? No, I'm sorry, but they're just artificial and frankly, they're materialistic. So that's the type of woman you're going for. That's the type of person you're going to end up with. So I don't want to hear it that all women only care about height and money and dick size. Like, that, those, look at the people you are searching inside from when they only have outside qualities to show off, you know? And so I decided to not get plastic surgery, obviously, And the last month, I realized that I need to love myself if I want to find someone that loves me. But I need to love myself better than anyone ever could because I am my number one. I am my ride or die. And until that happens, until you start respecting and honoring and loving yourself, you will only continue to manifest people in your life that treat you like shit, that don't approve of you because they're a reflection of how you feel about yourself. And there's a saying that says something like, people will only treat you how you treat yourself, something like that. And it's so true, guys. It's so true. And in the last like month or two, I have shed pounds. I have. And I feel really good. I feel strong. And more than just being confident with what I look like, I feel amazing on the inside. Because you know what? I want the way I look to be the least interesting thing about me. Because it's true. I say this to you. The way you look is the least interesting thing about you. Sure, it's cool to be pretty. Sure, it's cool to be told you're cute. But more than, you're so much more than that. What else do you have to offer? Because 
If that's it, I'm sorry, you have nothing to offer. Your looks are a very depreciating quality. You depreciate in value every year if you're going by what you look like. So to my women out there that they're in their 20s and they're doing this and that, how are you going to feel when you're 40? Because if that's what you concentrate on, I'm sorry, your husband's going to leave you for the next best thing, for the next 20-year-old, for the girl that has this and that when you start to lose it. So you need to shift your focus from outward to inward. Our world places way too much value on extrinsic things. Increase your intrinsic value first because no one could ever take that from you. That is permanent. It's not temporary. Like our hair color, you know, we're all going to go gray and get wrinkles and whatever. We are meant to age. That's what we're meant to do. And I know so much of this is societal programming and just being conditioned. So a lot of people are going to agree with me because they're disagree with me because they're brainwashed. But I'm just speaking the ugly truth that not a lot of people want to hear. I was there too. So I'm not superior or righteous in any way. I used to think these things too. But now I have a wonderful relationship with myself and never again will I ever give myself to undeserving men. Never again will I be accessible to men who want to use me and disrespect me. Never again will I give the time of day to men that want to violate my boundaries or think that I'm inferior to them. Because guess what? Like, yeah, I am very good looking on the outside, but I'm even better looking on the inside. And I want someone that knows my heart first before they know my body. And I believe I will find that. You could find that. No matter if you're a man, woman, if you're 15 or 85, it's possible for you. You don't need to get a hair transplant to my fellas before you can find a woman that wants you. Like we make up so many excuses. Do you want you? I ask you that question because if you don't, well, you're always right. Your wish is my command, as the universe says. So if you feel, oh, all these people, they, all these men, are all these women, like I talked about in my last episode, all right, well, then that's your truth. That's how reality is going to appear to you. And so you are so much more than what you think is wrong with you. And I don't even say my flaws anymore because I don't think they're flaws. My quote unquote blemishes and imperfections, I am learning to love them. Like I look in the mirror and I'm just so happy with what I see. I see so much love behind my eyes. And when we can start to treat our bodies with that much dignity, with that uphold these standards for ourselves and we can see our bodies as a temple, we will treat it like the vessel that it is. But it's all in the mind first. And then we can think about, oh, well, maybe this would make me feel a little bit, you know, a little bit better and that's fine. But we need to get really clear with ourselves first is my suggestion and what I encourage you to do. And so today... Stop looking for what's wrong with you. Nothing is wrong with you. Nothing was ever wrong with you. I promise. (laughs) I know nothing was ever wrong with me. I just, I'm awesome. 
And you should feel that too about yourself. You should feel I'm amazing. I have so much to offer. And I could give two shits about anyone that doesn't want to give me a chance because, well, they don't deserve me. And if they can't see how incredible I am, then fuck that. I know that I am just out of this world. And being is giving someone my time, they're a lucky person. My time is precious. My energy is valuable. And the world is a much better place because I exist. That's how I feel. And that's how I want you to feel too. So send your body so much love today, however you need to, whether it's doing something nice for yourself, doing something that feels good, journaling, writing out what you appreciate about your body. I couldn't tell you two months ago anything I liked about myself. Now I could give you 50 things I like about myself easily. And I want you to get there too because your whole life will change and improve as a result. You are so worthy. You are so deserving of every single thing that you want. And none of it, your worth, your value, your deservingness has to do with what you look like. I promise. So if you want to reach out to me, if you want to see how you can work with me, how you could write your reality, you can check out my website, lmcoletti.com. I'll link it in the show notes or reach out to me on Instagram at Lauren M. Coletti or write.yourreality. Something like that. I'll link it in Instagram. I always get it wrong. All right, my beautiful friends. It is an honor and a privilege to have you here with me. And I will speak to you in the next episode.